Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. talking sports and having fun doing that with all your ideas, all your opinions, and all your beliefs. And of course, as always, you'll get a heavy dose of my opinion. You have an opinion, the number to call 646 727 3070 646 727 3070. You can listen to the show at blogtalkradio.com slash pgant. Send messages to the show on Twitter at go for Why are you there? I go for it. Give me a follow. G O F O R I T G A N T. Great show lined up for you today. Expected you to be joined by one of the stars of Quantico, one of the stars of Atlanta, actor Donald Paul. Donald Paul will be joining us uh, as he discusses the big game, Super Bowl 52. He also discusses those two great shows, Quantico. And Atlanta, he also talks a little bit about power. He was on power as well, so it's going to be a pleasure talking to Donald Paul. Hall of Famer Willie Rowe will be, in the, uh, will be joined by him. We're going to talk all things Super Bowl 52. It's going to be great, man. It's going to be exciting. Can't wait, can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. But it's going to be a lot of great football this weekend. Just one big game, and it's going to be one big, gigantic, huge, amazing football game. And I can't wait. I cannot wait. But before we get into the Super Bowl, we're going to talk Super Bowl. We're going to bring in actor Donald Paul. Let's bring him in now. One of the stars of Quantico. One of the stars of Atlanta. Actor Donald Paul. DP, how are you? Yo, man, I'm good. I'm good. Yo, thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. Good to... No problem, man. I know that you were a Dolphins fan. You are a Dolphins fan. Not were. You are a Dolphins fan. But I, I saw you repping the Jaguars hard, real hard on your Twitter page. And so let me ask you this. And, and looking and watching that New England game, from my point of view, my perspective, it, it did seem like some of those calls went against the Jaguars. And it seemed like, at the end of the day, even with some of those calls, the Jaguars probably should have won that game. Your thoughts? You see, I I definitely thought uh, there were some calls that were favored towards the Pats. Um, specifically, there was a a, a a ball thrown that wasn't even a catchable ball, and they called a pass interference on, I believe, Boyd, uh, the cornerback for the Jags. And, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was a and that was a thirty-five yard uh, penalty. Pat, they have uh, extra guys who who are zebra stripes who are on their team. That's a conversation for another another day. Um, at the end of the day, the Jags we did uh, you know Bortles. 
I, I don't see him as a as a finisher, you could say. Yeah. But um, he had the ball in his hand and he could have made some plays. But regardless, I feel like the Jags should have should have came away with that with that win for sure, for sure. No doubt, no doubt. And we all know you're a Miami Dolphins fan. I look at the Miami Dolphins, six and ten, didn't have their quarterback Tannehill, signed Jay Cutler, and and I don't know what you expected to get from Jay Cutler. To me, he is who he is. He's always been that guy. He's had some moments along the way, but for the most part, he's always been that guy. Were you cool with signing Jay Cutler? Absolutely. And, and I'm going to tell you why. I'll tell you why. I honestly don't believe in Tannehill. Um, okay. Tannehill's been around for four to five years now, and – Honestly, what I think you kind of know what you have after year three, I'd say with any player, especially a quarterback, because you touch the ball on every play. Right. And um, Tannehill, it wasn't wasn't making uh, as big as uh, big enough jumps or leaps when it comes to like uh, what he can do on the field. So I honestly, I I, I, I wanted a veteran to come in. And uh, get us over the hump. Because, honestly, I like our defense. I like our wide receivers. I like our tight end. Um, I like our running back. You know, they, they let go of one or gave him over to um, Philly. But I felt like uh, uh, he would have came in and did a great job. Uh, or at least gave us 10-plus wins. I mean, uh, obviously that didn't happen. But I just think the culture in Miami right now is not the best. Uh, I feel like there needs there need, there needs to be a change of a co- of the culture because six and ten I believe that's what we went our yep. record was this year it's 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 coaching and and uh, we had a, a coaching uh, one of our coaches was in the news this year about some some uh, oh man it was a mess it was a mess right. but I felt like I felt like the quarterback change um, was good for us but again he got injured this year as well right. Um, right. for a couple of games. So that's just unfortunate. Um, I hope he's back next year, actually. And okay. he, I mean, his track record is not the best, but at the end of the day, he does have an arm. And with good coaching and the right system and um, uh, the, the culture change in, in Miami, I think that'd be a good thing. I think we could at least win 9, 10, 11 games with, with him. Okay. All right. So, so let me ask you this. Super Bowl 52 on Sunday. Got the Patriots. Got the Eagles. I'm Lifelong Philadelphia Eagles fan all my life. End of the day, I do feel very comfortable coming into this game. I do think we can beat the Patriots. I expect to beat the Patriots. Actually, how do you see Super Bowl Fifty Two? What do you expect to? What do you expect to happen? I think. Uh, I think the Eagles—they're not going to just sit around and go zone like the last couple of teams has been doing. Because if you see what Jacksonville did, what they one of their mistakes is they went into zone a few times more than they do during the regular season. And Tom Brady's going to pick that apart. I think right. the Eagles are going to be smart enough to not go into, not, not feed into the zone because because uh, uh, they, they feel that that's gonna, what's going to stop Brady. They do have a, a nice uh, forefront where they could, they could rush the, uh, Brady without blitzing. 
But I think they're going to throw in some blitz packages in, in there as well to to move Brady. Because if you get Brady moving and not comfortable in the pocket, you got yourself a game. And I think that's what the Eagles can do. And I, re- I remember watching your boys, the, the Dolphins, when, when New England went to Miami. You got Brady, you guys got Brady off his spot. You hit him a few times. Granted, Gronk didn't play in that game, but you hit him a few times. You played some big-time football in that game, but you had a lot of success against that Patriot team. To me, that Patriot defense is not what it once was, and I think you can make some plays against that defense, and I feel like the Eagles will make enough plays on offense, and I feel like they'll make enough plays defensively to limit Tom Brady and to win the game. That's how I see it. You got a prediction? Uh, I do. I do. I'm going with 23-14. Eagles with the win. Okay, all right. All right, all right. So we're I, good. Think, I think the Eagles, yes, the Eagles, the Eagles are, are opportunists. They, I see them getting a few turnovers because they're not going to be afraid to blitz. Um, they might get a pick. Or or, uh, or two, um, and just because they got a front four who can rush without. As long as you hit Brady a couple times, you blitz a couple times, show you that you're not afraid. I think I think they got one. I think they got one. I don't. And I don't. I don't believe in the Pats defense. They got lucky uh, with the with um, the uh, Jacksonville because uh, Bortles is just not that great. And no. I think I think Eagles got a better quarterback in the back there who who's done who had a great season in, in the past. So I think the Eagles is going to come away with this twenty three to fourteen. Man, I hope you're right. I, I hope you're right. Wait, wait, wait. What do you what do you what do you think, guessing? What do you think is the, the score? In terms of score, I'm thinking along the line twenty four seventeen, something along those lines. Twenty four seventeen type deal and I think they hit Brady and and we saw the Dolphins hit Brady a little bit had success we've seen the past Super Bowls the Giants both times they beat the Patriots they hit Brady so and I think the Eagles have the front four to your point to hit Brady and to get him off his spot and I think they'll get him off his spot and I think they'll have a lot of success and I think they'll be able to run the ball effectively and going back to your to your boys, Drake, he had a big game against uh, the Patriots back there in Miami, running the football. And, and I feel like the Eagles can run the football very well, and I think they will run the football very well, and I think they'll have a lot of success. I like Philly. I really do. I, I feel really good about this one. I'm excited. We'll see what happens. We're talking to actor Donald Paul. So you are a Miami Heat fan as well. You're not one of these Miami oh, yes. Heat fans that came when LeBron came or or came when Shaq no. came. You're, you're you're born and bred, true Miami Heat fan. I'm looking at the Miami Heat right now, 29 and 21, nine eight games over 500, fourth in the Eastern Conference. Getting some good time, big time play from Dragic and Whiteside and those boys. This Miami Heat team, maybe possibly to make some noise in the playoffs, but I think you've got to be excited where they're at at this point. Oh, most definitely, definitely. See, that's, a, that's an organization and a system 
uh, that that they they're consistent. They're consistent because they don't have no super super superstar, but they they end up going these uh, these runs with you know eight game wins, ten game wins. Uh, what last year they were on like a sixteen game win. Uh, uh, the Celtics were what on like nineteen games win, and we like broke that streak and beat and beat them. I, I like the the system we have in play in Miami, we have a bunch of guys who are, who are grinders. We're, we're going to uh, 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 just run you down. We're going to keep going, keep playing. And, and I, I like that. And we lost a, a key player uh, to surgery uh, this year, I believe. Um, what was I starting with? Shooting guard. What's his name? It's, 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 it, it left me, but we – we're we're gonna make some noise, and I I definitely see us going past uh, the first round for sure. Like I'm predicting that already. We're definitely going past the first round for sure. Um, we have some great play, uh, great playing guys, and and I just, I see that uh, John Wall is injured, so I think that one Next of our week, guys yeah. definitely is gonna get yeah gonna gonna get into the to that um, All Star game slot. So. So uh, you know, I, I think we're good. I think we're good. And, and hey, self, uh, what's the name? Uh, the Cavaliers ain't doing so well. So who knows? We might be in the Eastern Conference uh, Finals. Who knows? I mean, I, you know. Let, let me ask you this: and, and the shooting guard you're talking about is Deion Waiters, who went down with an ankle yes. or ankle injury. So, yeah. And to your point, he was playing some decent basketball for you guys, and and he's a piece. Yeah. And that's the piece that you guys are missing. Going back to the Cavaliers. There, there's, there does seem to be something missing there. And, but at the same time, I'm not prepared to, to throw them away. You know, at this point in time, Toronto's better. At this point in time, the Boston Celtics are better. But yeah. those two teams don't have a LeBron James. And he, you yeah. know better than a lot of people what he can do. And this guy... Is still playing some big time basketball. I think yes, they figure it out. I think they find a way to figure it out. But I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I think if you Toronto and Cleveland, if they were in a seven game series, I still think you would favor Cleveland. And I think if Boston and Cleveland were in a seven game series, that's close. You might go with Boston, but LeBron James, uh, just, uh, LeBron James. It, it's I, I see what you're saying, but uh, watching the Cavaliers play, these teams are just a whole lot faster than them. And if these teams can get to the <laughs> get to the basket quicker and score these easy points, it makes it it makes it really really hard. Right now, the Cavaliers don't have the type of team to come back from a from a big lead, um, because those players are just they're just older and. Yes. Uh, Isaiah is just not, I hate to say it, it's, it's not the best fit. Just it, It's just not. Because LeBron already takes away from the power forward and he, already, and he takes away from the point guard because he is that power forward, point guard type of player who has the ball in his hand. And the, the guys around him right now, it's just not, not working. They, if they get a big trade... Before the trade deadline, yeah, I had, I'm definitely feeling the Cavaliers, but I think that this year is just not the year 
for them. And honestly, I don't think the Golden State is actually going to be in the, the, the championship game either. I think it's going to be a shake-up in the West as well. I think I think Houston. I think Houston might take care of that. Wow. I I I have a hard time believing that a team with Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green can lose four times in seven games to any team. Um I do too. Yeah. I know it's not, not out of the realm of possibility. Don't get me wrong. But I just have a hard time believing that roster with those four guys could lose four times to a team in seven games. Um, yeah. We'll see. I, think, I mean, Houston obviously plays a similar game, and they're a team that can definitely score with Golden State. And you also got to look at OKC. I mean, they're starting, yeah. to, they're starting to play better now. And, you know, with yeah. those three guys and, you know, those Westbrook and, and Paul George are all-stars and have an all-star caliber season, and then you got Melo as well. Melo can still fill it up. I think OKC is a team you have to watch out for because they seem to have gotten this thing together. It's taken some time, a la the 2011 yeah. Heat, which took some time to come together. So I, I think, yeah. you know, I'm not going to sleep on OKC. And I think it's – here's the thing. I don't think it's going to be as easy as it was last year for Golden State to get to the Western Conference. Uh, it was it yeah, was easy agreed. last year. I don't think it's going to be easy this year. Agree, definitely agree. Yeah, I think those 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 three teams out west are the are the three teams, and it's just them when it comes to uh, how it's going to be in the in the playoffs. I I, I think. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Yeah, and I you can never sleep on Westbrook. You can never sleep on Westbrook. The only the only thing uh, I'd say is that. Um, when it's ten, when it's twenty, thirty seconds left uh, in the game, and there's one or two possessions down uh, to go, I, I don't know if OKC can pull it out. That's the only thing. I don't know if they could. And now Golden State, they're, they're gonna they're gonna find a shot. They're gonna find a clean shot. Yeah. They, it's gonna gonna happen. When it comes to OKC, I don't know. Last possession, it's tied game. Can they win it? That's my and I'm a and I'm a Westbrook. Fan. Yeah, big time. Sometimes in crunch time, sometimes in crunch time, the, the the best decisions aren't made when it comes to OKC. So I, I don't know. It could that. be a coaching thing. I don't, I don't know. You know, I do love Westbrook. It's it's hard to it's hard to hate Russell Westbrook just with the way he plays, his intensity. I love that guy. It's, I, I love that guy a lot. I look at Cleveland, go back to Cleveland for a second, and, and the whole fit in terms of LeBron and Isaiah Thomas. First time I think Isaiah Thomas is 100% at this point, and I still think he's working, getting his, trying to get his legs back, trying to get all these things back. He's missed a lot of basketball. And yeah. I, I think we have to give that situation some time, but it, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility based off of what we've seen that maybe it just doesn't fit work. I mean, Kyrie Irving is, you know, more talented than, than uh, Isaiah Thomas. But, you know, yeah. I think we have to let this thing play out some. Let it play out some and, and see what happens. But, again, I wouldn't be surprised if it just doesn't work because we've seen to this point it's really not working. But I will say 
they really weren't defending all that great without Isaiah Thomas. And, you know, obviously not defending great with Isaiah Thomas. So it's just a lot of guys. Yeah. You know, J.R. Smith not very not playing good basketball. Tristan Thompson just okay. You know, maybe he's got that yeah. Kardashian curse or something. I mean, so, you know, a lot of things aren't working at this point, but I think we got to let this thing play out. We do. We do. But I don't, I don't think their defense is going to get better with Isaiah Thomas. Cause it, just because, you know, he's never been a great de- defender and teams have just been looking for that mismatch. So right. if, 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 if you have a team that's already lacking uh, defensively um, what they need and you add that to the equation, that it just makes things worse. And LeBron is just, right now, he's, he's too old to be guarding the best player on the, on the opposite team and also being the best player on his team offensively. It's, it's hard. Kevin Love, doesn't, he's not the best defensive player either. So it's just, right. that's, why, that's why I see uh, him going down when it comes to that because I, I just think when it comes down to matchups, they're going to exploit that, uh, the, those two guys, and you know, force uh, Cleveland to play better offense to come back or to beat the opposite team, the opposing team, and that's just going to be too much strain on LeBron. And LeBron is going to, you know, because LeBron has he's lost before before getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, has he? Hmm. It's been a long time. Days. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while, but. You know, <laughs> I mean, he, he knows how to win. Uh, that's that's sure. one thing. And Dwayne Wade also knows how to win. So it's good to have Dwayne Wade there. But, you know, they're, they're older cast now. For sure. For sure. We're talking to one of the stars of Quantico, actor Donald Paul. So, Donald, let's look at Atlanta yeah. now. March 1st. Yeah. It will premiere on FX March 1st, 10 o'clock Eastern. Atlanta, you play, uh, you play. I think Bugs on Atlanta. Is that Bugs or Ricks? Yeah, it's 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 Boogs, Boogs, Boogs. Okay, Boogs. Yeah, yeah. Boogs. Okay. So so tell us about Boogs. Boogs, Boogs is funny, man. So in this this new season, great cast, great group of people. It's just a lot a lot of fun on set. So they introduce some new characters, of course, in every show. They introduce new characters in the next season and whatnot. And um, I am the best friend of one of these new guys who is a uh, musician, rapper, you should say. And I, I'm, his, um, I'm his guy. I'm the, the guy who, who, who goes everywhere he goes, the uh, best friend. And um, we have very different personalities, I'd say. And, uh, and, and it, that, that brings comedy in its, in its own. And I just want to leave it up to you guys to to stay tuned and, and to watch it because our dynamic uh, is, is impeccable. I, I, I like what we bring and what we bring out of each other. It's, it's, it's a, some, some good stuff. Atlanta's some good stuff. You got Donald Glover. Is he, does he sing on set at all? I mean, does he do anything? <laughs> he, he doesn't. He doesn't. When I was on set, uh, he, he wasn't, he wasn't there. Uh, he was prepping for uh, the episode, uh, the, 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 the next episode or whatnot. But he did come on set a couple times, and we, we talked, and then uh, I talked about my character with him a little, a little bit. And, uh, you know, his brother is one of the, the writers on the show as well. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to 
we talk about my character, and, and he's, he's a cool dude, but nah, he, he ain't sing on set, no. He, he ain't tell you to stay woke and, you know, rap to you. I know he can rap, sing, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, the guy does, that guy is it's extremely talented. He does it, does it all, does it all. Sure. It's, it's great to be around people like that. Um, definitely brings the best out of, of artists. So we got Atlanta coming up in March, Quantico coming up in April, Leon Riggs, that's who you play on Quantico. That debuts yeah. in April. Talk about Leon Riggs. Oh, Leon Riggs is my guy. Um, oh, man, another great set to be on. Very different. Very good. Two very different shows, and I was just I'm glad I got a – I got the opportunity to really dive into two different characters. Uh, Leon Riggs is uh, start, he's, he's, he's a, a street guy. He's a street guy who is um, second to a, a higher higher up. And uh, the guys at Quantico end up getting me. They end up getting me, and um, looks like I'm and I'm facing some years, some hardcore years. And I decide on turning and. Uh, uh, helping the guys of Quantico go undercover and um, with me to go take down some big, some bigger, some bigger people. And and, and I can't wait for you guys to go on that ride with me. It's uh, it's fun. <laughs> it's it's some fun stuff stuff for sure. So we got Quantico. We got Atlanta. I got to talk about Nose Ring. I mean, Nose Ring didn't really go Woo! out. The, the way that, you know, a person would like to go out. Were you no, sad when Nose Ring died? Was I? Yeah. See, the thing is, you know what your character is when you sit on the dotted line. Like, you can expect some things. And I, I, for the, I was a hitman. You know, my job coming into the show was like, I'm a hitman and I go out and like, you know, and, and take care of business. So I knew that eventually that I was going to uh, to die at some point. But with that said, absolutely I was sad. <laughs> I, was, okay. I, was, I was like, is this one? And when the hit was put out on Ghost, I was like, there's no way Ghost is going to die. You know? Um, right. So when we're, out, when we're there at the table read, and of course I don't know – we don't know what the scene is till we get to the table reading. We read the scene out as uh, all the cast members come in and we all read it out loud. And nobody knows what the next episodes are going to be till you uh, read, till you do the table read. And we're reading through it. I'm like, okay, all right. All right, he's not dead yet. The hit is on Ghost. And then we come back two weeks later to do another table read for the, the, the next episode. And we read it through and I'm like, oh, Okay, he, he, oh, 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 you know, it's, 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 and, um, you know, it was a surprise. It was a surprise, also not a surprise, you know. Okay. I, um, I knew he was going to have to go at some point, but he got clapped. He got definitely got clapped. <laughs> that show, obviously, is big time, and a lot of people are talking about the show. Did you expect? That show to to have the 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 everybody loves it. Do you expect the show to be as popular as it is? 
Uh, did I expect that? So it was one of my first uh, major roles. So I didn't know what to expect at the time. But for – but I expected it to be big. But as big as it is now and like, uh, like, a, uh, like a, 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 the following that it has, I, I didn't know. You know, I, I, I was – everybody knows about power. Um, so to answer your question, I didn't know. I didn't know what to expect. Right. You know, it was my first major role. I jumped on. I'm like, yo, I can't. Oh, this is fun, you know. But then when it dropped, I was like, wow, right. this is this is huge. Um, and of course, with great writing and a, and a great showrunner, Courtney, you know, it, it's just having a quick chat with her. I, I, I already knew that, you know, this. And she has a great background, and I was like, oh man, this is gonna go, this is gonna go far. This is gonna be going to go far. While it was like. Aaron, you know, so yeah. yeah, it's 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 a great great series for sure, a must watch series for sure, and it's still going. It gets better and better. It keeps getting better. I still do. I still do. Um, I still do. I mean, you know, Courtney's great at developing characters and making uh, uh, so so specific and making things interesting. You know, um, so I watch it. Because because of that, I like the way she writes. I like I like what 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 they're doing with the show for sure. Would you love to be reincarnated? <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that. When I had got shot in that episode, I was like, "Does he really die? Does he like? Cause did he like get shot in the shoulder and like you know he finds his way out?" <laughs> no, nah, I would. Um, oh, it'd be great to be uh, on the show now, but. I think I, I, the part that I played brought a lot to the show and, and helped, definitely helped the show grow uh, to where it's at now. So I'm, I'm happy where, where, I, where I left. How much did that role help you in terms of, you know, you becoming more prominent in Hollywood? It helped a lot because the show became so big. Right. Um, if I got this role on a show that got, I don't know, that didn't have millions of viewers or got canceled after the first season, I don't think, you know, maybe I'd be where I'm at right now, but I, I, I don't know. Power just elevated everything. Elevated everything. Because it's because it, of, of the following. Um, you know, it, it puts more interest in, in other people who are, who are creating shows or, or who have ideas. Because of power, I, you know, my name, you know, comes up. Like, you know, Don, you, you could do that. You know, let's just put his name in. Um, but if it wasn't for power, um, you know, things probably would be developing a lot slower than they are. But power definitely elevated things, and, and I'm getting more opportunities. I definitely had more opportunities when um, I got off the show, you know. And so thanks to power for the opportunity, for sure. So your name is ringing bells right now. Yeah. Well, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where, but you know, when they, uh, but people definitely do talk about me. Right. That's all. You know, all is needed. You know. It don't. It don't matter where, as long as those bells are ringing. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We're talking to actor Donald Paul. So Quantico, Atlanta. What else is going on with actor Donald Paul? 
What else? Um, you know, I'm, I'm uh, you know, in development with uh, uh, some other, uh, uh, with, with other shows right now, um, you know, with, you know, how, how it works. You can't talk about it till it's time to talk about it type of thing. But um, definitely I, uh, you know, finished uh, a series not too long ago. Um, and I guess, you know, posters and like the marketing should be coming out for it. Uh, sometime in the fall, um, I finished uh, a film with uh, the musician Lil Mama, a okay. movie called Born in the Game. Um, I'm gonna lead on there with her, extremely talented. And uh, this that this film should be coming out uh, later later this year. Um, so that's gonna be exciting because I I didn't do a haven't done a movie in a while. I haven't done a movie in a while, so it was great to go back to that because I've been working on um, TV for the last a few years. So um, I have that that's coming out. Um, so I'm excited about that project. That's going to be the next thing that I'll be pushing and promoting. Um, sure. So I'm excited about so, that. So fans, make sure you check this man out March 1st on FX on the hit show Atlanta, 10 p.m. Eastern yeah. on FX. Make sure you hit this man up and, and check this man out. April 26th on Quantico, season three. Oh, yep. yep. And airs on ABC, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central on ABC. So check that man out there. This man out there, I should say. Hit him up on Twitter at Donald underscore Paul and support all the great things going on with actor. Donald Paul. Donald, yep. man, absolute pleasure. Yo, pleasure, man. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks, Thanks for joining for us. Me. Take care of yourself. You too. All right, then. And good luck, Eagles. Yes, yes, please. Put it in the air. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> good luck, Eagles. All right, my man. Donald Paul, one of the stars of Quantico, one of the stars of Atlanta, Absolute pleasure talking to him, and make sure you support this man. You know, uh, Atlanta's coming up March 5th on FX. Quantico's coming up uh, in April on ABC, so make sure you support those two things. About to bring in a guy now, Hall of Famer, um, out there in Minnesota, uh, enjoying the cold weather, weather out there in Minnesota, enjoying all the festivities as we prepare for Super Bowl 52. Let's bring him in now. Hall of Famer, Willie Rowe. Willie! How you doing? How are you? Well, it's about eight degrees, but it feels like minus two, so. <laughs> kind of cold, Paul. I, I can imagine. I can it imagine. feels like zero now. I'm sorry, zero. Okay. All right. that, that's cold, too. That's still cold. Uh -huh. So how's Minnesota treating you? Not bad. Went to the um, Marlin Olsen lunch of the day and uh, got my ring and uh, uh, about to go to a uh, mixer before the taste of the uh, NFL tomorrow. We do this every year, so it's always a lot of fun. You, we've gotten to know a lot of people that are involved with it, so it's a good event. So you got a lot of nice things going on in Minnesota. So Super Bowl 52 coming up. It's a game that, in my opinion, I like the Eagles coming into this game. 
I just feel like defensively they're playing well. I just feel like they have the defense that can get after Tom Brady, hit Tom Brady. I, I look back at the numbers back in 2008 when the Giants beat the Patriots in that particular Super Bowl. One thing that stood out to me is they sacked Brady five times. This Philadelphia Eagles defense has that ability to get after Brady and sack him multiple times. Leading up to the game, how are you viewing Super Bowl 52? Um, I'm viewing it the same what you're saying. Um, I talked to Dante Wickers at the bar last night talking to him, and he told me a story about when he was there, when he tried out, I think, 04, and he was with was with uh, New England, and then and then he they let him go, and he could come back, or he went back to Carolina. He said he would be there at six in the morning. Tom Brady would be in there doing boxing, you know, on, on, you know, before he was there. I mean, this guy here is a workaholic, like the Kobe Bryant, the Michael Jordans, these type of guys, Paul, and um, you know, they're gonna have to get after Tom Brady to beat this team. Everybody knows it. Can New England establish run? I don't think so against Philly's defense. You know, it's going to boil down to how many plays will they make? Can they pick him off? Can you make Tom make a mistake? How well will Nick Foles play? And how close will this game be late in the game? It's hard to bet against Tom Brady late in the game if it's close because he's been in so many times. So I think Philly, they usually don't get off to a slow start. Philly needs to jump on these guys early. Look look what Atlanta did. They couldn't hold it up. And I don't think if they, Philly does jump on them, I don't think New England will be able to come back and score a bunch of points against this Philly defense. I just don't see it. And you talked about Tom Brady. And Tom Brady, you look at him, you look at that performance against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The, the team was dead. They were down 10 points in the fourth quarter. And Tom Brady just brought them back. And it was like you couldn't stop Tom Brady. He just placed his will and put his will on that football game and willed that team back. When you look at Tom Brady, it's all, it just it just reminds you of Michael Jordan. It's it just the way Michael Jordan used to just will the Bulls. How do you see that? Do you, do you see that similar thing? I see it. Uh, he has that. He has that same. It's a few guys that are that special. That they can that they control the team and can will a team to play at that level, and he and like Jordan when Jordan got a taste of those rings. Tom got him a lot early in his career, but I mean, this is his. It's like it's like it's like LeBron. This is his eighth championship in what? How many years, Paul? Sixteen, seventeen years. I mean, half so, of his uh, NFL career, he's been in the Super Bowl. Right. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's amazing. And to think that he's still playing at this high level. And, and we saw Michael Jordan, you know, I don't know if it's an exact comparison, but we saw Michael Jordan when he came back late in his career. Obviously, he wasn't the same player. The thing about Tom Brady, he's still pretty much the same player. Yeah, he's tweaking his body and at 40 because of his diet, everything he does. I mean, they have that new face show on Facebook and about everything he eats, everything he puts in his body, everything he does is geared around football. And I, and 
And, and Jordan liked to party and have a good time. You know, Kobe, I don't think Kobe did, but Jordan didn't. Well, at Fort, he wasn't, you know, at the same, but he didn't take care of his body the way Tom. Everything Tom does is geared for getting ready to play football. And that's why I think he will be able to play into his mid-40s because of the way, unless he has some big injury, I think he will be able to play at least three or four more years. And that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, especially just the way, the the high level that he's playing at this point in his career and, and his ability to just will his team to victory. And I, I look at the Philadelphia Eagles offensively, I feel like there is an opportunity to make some plays against this team. I look at New England and their defense. They let you run the ball against them. They give up a whole bunch of yards. But one thing I will say about this defense is they do a good job of keeping teams out of the end zone. They only give up 18 points a game. That's fifth. That was fifth in the regular season. And that was pretty much – they pretty much were one point behind the Philadelphia Eagles defense in terms of points per game. So this – Patriot defense finds ways to keep teams out of the end zone. Do you feel like they'll do that on Sunday? Yes, yeah, it's, it's more of a bend but don't break break philosophy, and they tighten up in that red zone. Right. I just think Philly has more weapons. Jeffries needs to have a big game like he's been doing. He's been playing big, big receiver, matchup problems for them. You have Gronk on the other side of the ball. Philly doesn't do a good job against the tight ends. That's a matchup problem for uh, Philly's defense. I think Philly needs to establish the run, control the clock, and try to keep that New England offense off the field as much as it can and keep their defense fresh. What New England wants to do is establish their identity, get the ball moving up and down the field, and wear out that Philly defense some so those guys are worn out later in the game. That's what they do. They they get off to a slow start. They get things going, and in the second half, they want to take over and dominate the game. That's New England. That's what New England loves to do, and that's what they're going to try to establish. So it's going to be able to who can establish who who's ever's will. And last year, they were able to come back from that huge uh, down the biggest in, in I think Super Bowl history and come back and win that game from that margin in that second half. And I'm telling you, I'm, that's what they're going to try to do. They're going to try to wear them, wear them down, wear them down, save some plays, and take over that game late in the game in the fourth quarter. We're talking to Hall of Famer Willie Rofe, and You talk about the Patriots and Brady. Yes, is one of the reasons this team has five Super Bowls, but the coach, Bill Belichick. I mean, this guy has a way of getting his team prepared. Some say he cheated along the way, but he has a way of getting his team prepared and, and has a way of, you know, crafting a big-time game plan in order for his team to be successful. Bill Belichick and, and playing against the Bill Belichick, what does he do that makes him or kind of separates him from everybody else? Uh, well, all of them prepare and study. I think what Belichick does more finds your weaknesses and exploits them better than any coach. I think over his longevity, he's finding weaknesses and he exploits them. And if you don't correct it, he'll keep going going to it. And they make adjustments and they adapt to the situation. So I just think the composure, the way he runs that ship every year and everybody falls in line 
with the players, the way they conduct themselves. You know, nobody talking to the media, nobody out here uh, getting in a bunch of trouble. You know, you had the situation with Hernandez, but pretty much everything they run over there is a tight ship. And, you know, the the in-game adjustments and the way he finds finds weaknesses and exploits them, I think that's what he's going to do. And he's going to try to find a weakness and exploit it on Philadelphia. And it's going to be able to Philadelphia to react and adjust to it. And it's just hard to see. I mean, one thing, Paul, the NBA, you know, basketball play a little different league. But football, to be able to do this with 50-some guys and the coaches and everything, and to be able to do it, and I understand the division, the end is still, it hasn't been that good pretty much a lot of the time, which has really helped them get home court. But you're still averaging 10, 11 wins a year over a, a 15-year period. is just unbelievable. For sure. We're talking to Hall of Famer Willie Rowe. So before we get your prediction, I, I want to ask you, you know, obviously you're a former Kansas City Chief. Kansas City Chiefs, you know, they decided to trade uh, Alex Smith to the Washington Redskins. They do get back Kendall Fuller. They do get back a third-round draft pick, and they do get some more salary cap flexibility. But you look at the deal. How do you say it? For me, from my standpoint, for the Redskins, I look at Cousins and Alex Smith in kind of the same vein, the same light. I mean, they're, they're, they're good quarterbacks, but they're not great quarterbacks. And I don't know if they're Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, but, you know, just judging by, by what we've seen over the years and judging by what we're seeing this year with the Philadelphia Eagles, with Nick Foles and him having the opportunity to win a Super Bowl, maybe you don't necessarily, necessarily need great to win a Super Bowl. But let me ask you this. How do you feel about the move, Alex Smith, to the Washington Redskins? To me, it's a lateral move for the Redskins. Yeah, I think it's a lateral move. You know, he doesn't turn the ball over. Would you say that uh, Alex Smith doesn't turn it over? I mean, I think uh, what's called had some good years. Uh, I don't know if he throws down the field better than Cousins. I don't think so. Uh, I I was surprised because we talked about – I thought about this when when this happened because we talked about this for the number he was at. I guess they wanted some some flexibility with the cap, and they're really excited about this young kid and what he's been doing in practice. And he had a decent, had a good game, and they beat Bron- the Broncos at home. But I was really surprised at that number they could have had him at for one more year. I guess you could trade him right now. They couldn't have done it after this year, Paul. But for that number, I thought as well as he played last year, I really thought he was going to come back one more year. I really did. I guess they feel like he he can't stress the field, and this young kid is going to be able to come in there because they have a team that's ready to make a run with the right pieces. They're ready to make some, some runs to, at the Super Bowl, too, with with the right pieces in place. So I, I guess they feel like this kid gives them a better chance. And, and obviously, you know, they gave up a, a lot to get Pat Mahomes. So they believe that this kid can play some big-time football. So they pulled the trigger. They made the move. And right now he's a – He's a Washington Redskin. I mean, excuse me, Mahomes is a Chief, and, and Alex Smith is a Washington Redskin. So are you okay with the move? Do you, do you, I mean, they did get a good player in Fuller back from the Redskins. You know, as a former Chief, are you, is it a good move in your, in your opinion? Or do you feel like yeah, they should get one more and they, and they got a third-round pick, so they got somebody with the drafts. They need some more players. So, yeah, I think, I think if, they, if, they, if, they, yeah, if they think the young kid is ready to play, and he's not going to have some growing pains. It's a great move. That's left to be seen. 
if the young kid doesn't get off to a good start, now that he's a starter, then and 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 and, and uh, Alex Smith is killing it in D.C. You know, you know, then it wasn't. It's, so it's it's always some some chances. But they drafted the kid. The kid seems like he has some composure, and you know, he's going to be a good player. And um, you know, he's obviously off the field. He comes from a family with some athletes, so you know he he can handle the pressure. So we'll see. But uh, you know, like I said, for, for the for the for the number he was at, I was just surprised. You know, as, as well as Alex Smith. You mean early in the season, Alex Smith was was they were talking about MVP talk. So I mean, he and, and, and he did he did stop playing as well, but he stopped playing as well when they stopped running the football. You got to establish the run. With, with Alex and then open up everything. So, you know, and then he lost Kelsey too, and that hurt too. So I guess this is what was the plan to let Alex play one more year and let this kid take over for one year and get to sit back and learn. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Now I will say this, this kid can stretch the field and we'll, they, they will be changing up that offense and we'll be going down the field more. And I think that's what they want to do. Yeah, and Alex Smith, he did have a big time season last year for the Chiefs as a whole. And as a whole, he, he's been very good. He's been good. But at the end of the day, when it came to the playoffs, I mean, and I know, I know it's not all on him, but, you know, especially last year or, you know, the game that just passed against the Titans, he didn't score any points in the second half. And, and I know not having Travis Kelsey was, was huge, was big, but you didn't score any points in the second half. And, and losing to the Titans in your building, it's kind of inexcusable. And, again, it's not all on him, but, I mean, he did have an opportunity and a chance. He had the ball in his hands with an opportunity to lead his team back after the Titans took the lead. Even the year before that against the Steelers, he had the ball in his hand with an opportunity to tie the football game, and he didn't do it. So, you know, that has to go on somebody, and, and at the end of the day, it goes on the quarterback. The quarterback gets the blame when it may not necessarily be their fault, and they also get all the praise when they may not necessarily deserve it. So, you know, it, it comes with the position, and it's just the reality of the situation. We're talking the Hall of Famer, Willie Rope. So, so we got the Hall of Fame. You know, we got some guys eligible for the Hall of Fame. You know, the Earl Ackers, the Ray Lewises of the world, the Mosses, Terrell Owens. Tio, I mean, do you think he gets in this year? I, I think, I think he has to get in this year, and I think he does get in this I, year. What do you he, think? He has. I think Randy Moss and Tio should both go in this year. You got to. He's the third leading all-time receiver in NFL history. You can talk, you can say all this stuff. Tio has to go in. Randy Moss, uh, Ray Lewis, obviously. Brian Dawkins would be great to go in. And out of the, I and mean, you put an offensive lineman in. Out of that group, the guy with the best resume to me is Kevin Mawai. 16 years, I know he played center, 16 years, seven first-team All-Pro, 238 starts, 241 games. You know, uh, the guy uh, was president of the NFLPA two, uh, two, uh, two terms. So I think Kevin Mawai was 16 years and 240 games and seven first-team All-Pros. You know, you got to put, you know, I, you know he, I know he's a center, but he's the most deserving lineman out of that group. And you feel like he deserves it over Tony Baselli? I like Tony Baselli. He was a he was a he was an outstanding lineman when he played. 
But Tony only played six, seven years. Yeah. I mean, he only played seven years. I agree. I mean, I think longevity, longevity, excuse me, has to, you know, has to be a part of that discussion. And you make up a, uh, you know, a great point when it comes to Kevin Mawai and, you know, his credentials in terms of getting into the Hall of Fame. It should be interesting. I mean, I, I think, I think the Hall of Fame committee, you kind of lose. And, 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 and Robert, Robert Brazil goes in this year with the veterans. And that'll be three guys from Jackson State because Robert played with uh, Walter Payton and Jackie Slater at Jackson State. So I think Robert Brazil gets in too. It was an outstanding linebacker. He gets in uh, on the veterans group too. What happens? Should be very interesting to see what happens. If T.O. doesn't get in, they just lose credibility to the Hall of Fame committee. But we'll see what happens. I think they get it right this year. So let me ask you this. Before we get out of here, looking at Super Bowl 52, we, we talked about it. How do you see it playing out? I see it being a, a slugfest. Philly going to jump on them early. But I, I, I see Philly getting that Super Bowl. This is their third try. Philly never won, right? This will be their first. I think Philly, Philly brings it on home this year. I, I would like to see Philly bring it home. They got a bunch of veterans and guys. The city, the city needs it. Uh, the city deserves it, and, and it's about time. The first time for the Philadelphia Eagles, if they get it, I think the city deserves it. I hope it happens. I predict that it will happen. But, man, Tom Brady, it's just so hard to beat Tom Brady. He's just he's just Tom Brady. But we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, it's going to be a fun game. Are you staying for the game? We were trying to get out. We're not changing these flights, so we will be in town, but we're not going to the game. You have the game. And before we get out of here, frame your game. I know you were out there, you know, selling some product. How, how's it going out there? Going well. You know, we we well, we you know we we didn't end up uh, getting in the Aramark store locations, but. Uh, we did real good at the trade show in Vegas. Very excited about what happened. Got a lot of good feedback at the uh, trade show in Vegas. So when I get on the air from you in the future, be looking for some good things and uh, frame your game, expanding its horizons before next fall. I think we'll be doing some bigger things going into this this next football season. So, you know, this season is technically over with. So, you know, we got to – People, fans can still go to Amazon and put in Frame Your Game and check us out. If they want to get some gifts, get some gifts. But we're looking for some expansion with the players' uh, uh, metal plates, being able to go in the product and be um, maybe being able to see the product uh, in some other, other arenas. Other Sounds good. So, fans, go to Amazon.com in the search button, search engine, I should say. Type in Frame Your Game. Support all the great things going on with Hall of Famer Willie Rowe. Willie, have fun out there. Thanks for joining us. Let's go, Eagles. <laughs> all right. Have a good one. We're Take looking care. forward to a good game. Definitely. All right. Hall of Famer Willie Rowe, pleasure talking to him. We'll see what happens. Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota. Hello, you're on Go For It.
Hello? Hello. How are you? Oh, yes. Hi. Um, I'm Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Uh, uh, I, w- I want to talk about the uh, Jets and uh, Kirk Cousins and uh, the draft. Go ahead. Um, I, I think uh, if the Jets don't get Kirk Cousins in free agency, I mean, that that uh, that situation can uh, turn around because it's not going to ha- it won't happen until March 14th until the league year starts. But if we're sitting at six and Baker Mayfield's at six, we should get Baker Mayfield. So you want him at six if he's there? Yeah, if he's there. I look at, do you want Kirk Cousins? Yeah, I want Kirk Cousins. But there's a rumor out there that uh, the Broncos and uh, Kirk Cousins are close to a deal. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what yeah, I saw. Yeah, I heard that rumor as well. So I look at Kirk Cousins. And I don't know how you view Kirk Cousins, but I look at Kirk Cousins. To me, he's good, but he's not great. And don't get me wrong, when it comes to the New York Jets, he's an upgrade. And he's, he's, he can help a lot of football teams. But do you feel like Kirk Cousins is a Super Bowl-winning quarterback? I mean, he can, he can bring the Jets to, to the playoffs. I mean, look at Nick Foles. I mean, he didn't do it by himself. Carson Wentz did it. But he, he won the playoff games and brought the team to the Super Bowl. Whether if they win it or not, I mean, you still brought a team to the playoffs. So anything, any anything that that it, it can happen. It can, it can, and for it to happen, you need a strong roster around that particular quarterback, and you know it can definitely happen. But if we look at the teams. Well, actually, you look at the teams. Well, last year we looked at the teams who were in the Final Four. All those quarterbacks were franchise-caliber quarterbacks, you know. This year, obviously, is a different situation. And there's different ways to win in the NFL. You can win with, with a team with a big-time defense and, and a big-time running game and just a big-time team. Or you can do it with a franchise-caliber quarterback like an Aaron Rodgers, like a Tom Brady. But the way, in terms of the amount of quarterbacks in the NFL, it's kind of easier to win it with a team, uh, with a quote-unquote team, because it's so hard to get franchise-caliber quarterbacks. It's not easy to do, and not many teams have it. So let me ask you before we get out of here. Super Bowl 52, how do you see it? Um, I mean, uh, the Eagles beat Minnesota. You know, that that defense, I don't, I don't know what happened to that Vikings defense. That they don't, They don't make – I mean, they don't let other teams score a lot of points against their defense. So, I mean, they're coming out there. They're, they're going to play Tom Brady. Um, I, I think the Eagles – I think the Eagles will win. I agree with you. I agree with you. I just think – I look at Tom Brady, and I know – here's the tough part. I think the Eagles have the better team. I think they have a better team than New England Patriots. But Tom Brady, it's, he, he's, like, he's like Michael Jordan. He's that difference maker. He's that guy. You know, like I said, the Eagles have the better team, in my opinion. They have the better defense. They have the better running game. Their receivers are just as good, if not better. 
You know, obviously just Gronk the tight end, but Zach Ertz ain't bad himself. So I look at it and I say those two teams, I think the Eagles have the better team, Tom Brady. But I, I agree with you. I like the Eagles. I expect the Eagles to win the game. With all that being said, I expect the Eagles to win the game. Thanks for the call. All right. Thank you. We're about to get out of here now. Again, before I get out of here, looking at Super Bowl 52, I like the Philadelphia Eagles. The key is getting Tom Brady off his spot. The key is hitting Tom Brady. I look at this Eagle defense. They have the personnel to hit Tom Brady, whether it's Fletcher Cox, whether it's Brandon Graham, whether it's Benny Curry, whether it's Chris Long. They have the personnel to hit Tom Brady. They must hit Tom Brady. And I think they can do it, and I think they will do it. Also, New England, they don't let you score. They, they let you get a whole bunch of yards. They let you run the football on them, but they keep you out of the end zone. The Eagles, they're fourth in the regular season in terms of points allowed. New England was fifth. So New England does a good job of keeping you out the end zone. But I feel like the Philadelphia Eagles will be able to run the ball against this team effectively. I feel like Nick Foles and the Eagle offense as a whole is better than Blake Bortles and the Jacksonville Jaguars. They were able to run the ball effectively with Fournette, but Blake Bortles couldn't make the plays, and he didn't necessarily have the skill guys on the outside to make the plays. Alshon Jeffries was on the outside for the Eagles. Nelson Aguilar has had a great year for the Eagles. Zach Ertz has had a great year for the Philadelphia Eagles. I just like the way this Philadelphia Eagles football team is playing right now. And I'm going to pull out this word, and I hate to pull out this word, and it's a dangerous word, the D word, destiny. I feel like the Philadelphia Eagles are a team of destiny. You know, you remember many moons ago, the New York football giants, Phil Simms goes down, Jeff Hostetler comes in. And we're going into Super Bowl, into that particular Super Bowl. And you look at the vaunted Buffalo Bills offense and, and, and the K-Gun and, and the, the, the quick offense and the Jim Kellys, the Thurman Thomas, the Andre Reeves of the world. That New York football Giants team found a way to run the ball with O.J. Anderson. That New York football Giants team found a way to limit Jim Kelly in that offense. And that New York Giants football team got a little lucky because Scott Norwood missed the field goal at the end. Giants, you can kind of say at that point, or just watching the Giants throughout that year, you look at the NFC Championship game, I don't even know if the Giants necessarily deserved to be in that Super Bowl. They, they were fortunate enough to get that fumble from Roger Craig. They were able to recover it. They were able to you know, get that field goal, and they were able to get to the, get to the Super Bowl to play the Buffalo Bills. I think it's destiny for the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz goes down. They still find a way to get it done. And they were smart enough in the offseason to get a big-time backup in Nick Foles. Nick Foles, I mean, could Carson Wentz have, could have played better? Could Carson Wentz play – Carson Wentz, I don't know, could have played any better than Nick Foles did in that NFC Championship game. I don't know. But I like – the Philadelphia Eagles to win this particular game, and I like the Philadelphia Eagles to win 24 to 17. I want to thank actor Donald Paul. I also want to thank Hall of Famer Willie Rowe for stopping by. 
Make sure you listen to this show and other great shows, blogtalkradio.com slash begin. Also, go to the website, goforradio.com. That's goforradio.com, where we talk sports and have fun doing it. For everybody here, go for it. We hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy Super Bowl 52. I think I will be enjoying it very well because I think my Philadelphia Eagles are going to get it done. See you later. Take care. Bye.